Howdy, and welcome to The Lunch Table, a podcast where a biologist, an astrophysicist, and a oh-so-charming narcissist get together to share current events from the news and then just stories in our lives to hopefully entertain some folks for a little bit because we know this world's crazy. Now, before we jump right in, I would like to give a little warning. We like to make jokes about everything. Sometimes we might cross a line that you don't agree with, and that's 100% fine. This might not be for everybody, and we understand, but if you want to stick around and get angry anyways, or see if we're your cup of tea, well, then we agree. So, on that note, let me introduce who's around the table. Our master narrator, we'll start with him. Uh, he's got quite the sexy voice, if I, if I have to say so myself. Matt, how dare you say I look like Mitch McConnell? Colson! What up, diggity dog? So, uh, why do you get so angry when people just point out that fact to you? I don't. It, it's just funny to me. It's just, <laughs> I know Who's I Mitch look like McConnell? a Who's Mitch McConnell? Who's Mitch McConnell? He's the, um, Republican Senate majority. Yeah, he's an old guy who looks like a turtle. Yeah, he... he yeah, he just looks like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> And now, let me introduce uh, the master of Google, the the king of finding reasons not to stand up. Drew, if I was an animal, I think I'd be a panda. Watsonizer! That's a very black and white statement. Well... Dad joke. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean... Yeah. Get out of here. That wasn't that funny. I think, <laughs> I think you ruined it now. <laughs> you ruined the whole intro. We need to start over. <laughs> uh, and as always, the guy who stumbles through this beginning every week, and who likes to introduce everybody, your host with the most. Practicing autoerotic asphyxiation. Bills from his Beamer. Yeah, I do have a lot of bills from my Beamer. I do, I do, I do. Carl, my poop smells like roses. Jones! In comparison to the other two here, I, I would assume that statement's true. Uh, it might. I, I just want you to come over and put your head in the toilet and take a whiff. I'm not falling for that again. <laughs> I, I have thrown up multiple times in your toilet. So that's that is... That is very true. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get on with this show. On today's menu, Shamu is back with a vengeance. <sighs> like anti-vaxxers need any more ammunition. This story is simpler than a spherical cow. This lawmaker showed more than just his briefs. A traffic stop that went way too far. A split decision. A fatal mistake. Thank you. Come again. All this today on the lunch table. Ooh. <laughs> spicy. That... Yeah. Think of masala spicy. Oh, bro. I hope you... I hope the dessert after this is pretty good. Really? Tiki masala? Is that Indian? I thought it was Spanish. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm uncultured. Okay. 
All I know is deep fried. <laughs> all you know is sheets. <laughs> That's all Spicy I know. Like curry. <laughs> uh, I'm not fancy like that, okay? Uh, so is it on the menu of sheets. If not, I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I know it's healthy. One thing I wanted to do when I was in Georgia that I didn't is try out Indian cuisine. Yeah. There's one literally like three minutes away from my apartment, and I kept driving by. I was like, oh, dude. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in. Never did. We could still do it. I mean, all we got to do is take a trip up to Cranberry. It's 45 minutes. Well, you don't want to come to Comic-Con with me anymore, so. Well, I just can't. We're just busy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Plans got in the way. Life got in the way of me dressing up like my favorite superhero. This is why I brought it up like a year ago. I know, but to be honest with you, Matt, I brought up all of us going to New Orleans before that. And yeah. if we oh. go anywhere together, I want it to be New Orleans first. True. Okay. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. All three of us in New Orleans, <laughs> we're getting arrested. Probably. Oh, it'd be great. One of us might die. <laughs> we might. We might. I know Carson Street. Better look out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Carson Street all over again. Oh, uh, Okay. So, as always... Before we jump into the menu and give you all this news and our opinions and shove our ideals down your throat, uh, we like to jump around the table and just talk about our week so you get to know us a little bit better so, you know, you understand we're not complete demons, just a little bit of asshole. Just like 90, 95%. Like asshole? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Then like 3% demon. If, so. if Sparky's the left butt cheek and you're the right butt cheek, I'm the crack down the middle. Oh, yeah. It, dude, definitely. Especially with the, like, O shape your mouth is always in. The one that goes halfway up your back. Mm, oh. The plumber crack. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as Drew. Yes. How do you think Sparky's week has been going? Um, pretty sure it was a bald time. Yeah, it's probably cold. Did you have to wear a hat? I mean, when it's sunny out, yeah, just so I don't get sunburned. Oh well, no, I meant <laughs> I meant with how cold it's been. <laughs> but I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, I I was going out to help my dad the other day, and it was it was that day where it was like sixty five ish. I walked out, and it, it was bright sunny, and I thought I should wear a hat. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it'd be really crappy to have the top of my head peeling. Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. oh. And okay. that would be weird just to have a big red spot at the top of your head and nowhere else on your body. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I don't really feel cold. It doesn't no. really bother me. No? No. Dude, I'd be freezing. I hate when I get my hair cut. But, um. It starts getting cold. Yeah, this week was pretty fun. Still plugging away at sheets. Um, I, I will say, the absolute saddest order I've ever done came across last night. It was... Uh, a snack wrap. It, it was a 12-inch tortilla. All it was... It was just, like, chicken finger? No, all, all it was <laughs> was four pieces of bacon slathered in Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. That's that, it. that was it. That was it. Ew. I mean, <laughs> at least put... For God's sake, <laughs> like, put some vegetables on right, it. Right, at least a tomato. <laughs> Make it a BLT. A little bit of lettuce? But right. I, I, I was just reading it on the screen. I'm like, this can't be it. Where, where, where's the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> you know that kid got diabetes. Yeah, probably. I mean, if he's chugging Mountain Dew or uh, uh, 
what is it? Freaking Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce. If he's just chugging that, like, not only is it barbecue sauce, now you're adding pop into the mix. It, it just looked so sad and pathetic when I wrapped it up. <laughs> it was like, was it like please. real tight? <laughs> it was probably all floppy and flimsy. It was like the width of two. Had no will to live. It was like the width of two fingers, and <laughs> there was like no substance to it. <laughs> it, was, it was like those tornadoes you get at like Circle K. <laughs> Dude, he, he wasn't eating that. He was doing it as a suppository. You said two fingers. <laughs> That's how he ingested it. Is that how the bacon is absorbed faster? <laughs> it's better for the digestive system. It's like corn. It comes out the way it looks going in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. So, Drew, I know this week has been pretty big for both you and I. And a little bit of Sparky. Really? Yeah. Well, this week was the anniversary of our Jam Shack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, would you like to explain what the Jam Shack was to the listeners? The Jam Shack was this little shack that we had off the corner of my parents' property. Uh, it was a two-storied shack. Most of the time we used the second story, and the first story was like for my dad's equipment, for the yard, and certain things like that. But uh, So we used to have our band stuff in there, and we would be drinking and certain things like that. Yeah, it was um, just a little place for us to self-express and not have to worry about getting caught, basically. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, first it started out as just a place for our band to practice when we were in high school, and then it turned into a place for us to drink and do dumb, dumb teenage shit. And uh, so we like to remember it all the time because it's a part of our youth that makes us feel uh, rebellious and right. cool. And old at this point. Oh, well, yeah, old at this point. Um, <laughs> Drew, would you like to share some of your favorite stories from the Jam Shack? Well, yeah, but first let me explain the, the anniversary that we oh, do. Oh, yeah, um, go ahead. The first time that we stepped into the Jam Shack, when my dad offered it to us for our band because he didn't want us practicing in a room or in the garage or anything, uh, was April 16th. So that's why we were able to like a cure that so i marked it down as april 16th in the phone and then every year we get a notice about it and we never really say anything about it so it's actually fun that we get to um i don't know my favorite uh my favorite memory is when we were smoking hookah in the (laughs) in the area in the jam shack and there was just one lone coffee table right in the middle of all the broken chairs all the broken lounge chairs that we had up there we had like six of them and uh, we would be, you know, just smoking away on a hookah. Just oh, yeah. tobacco, man. Blue, yeah. uh, blue Just raz. putting dumb crap in the bottom, too, like pop and all that crap. I remember we put Ice an energy water. drink in there once. <laughs> make it was a, a waste through. of an yeah. energy drink. <laughs> to see what would happen for science. It'd be sticky. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Trust me, there's a bunch of gross stuff in there. There's teenage boys. But it was a great place to throw little parties and stuff with all your friends. Uh I mean, you remember, you came to a party. Yeah, once. Yeah, you parked there, and then your car got peed on all night, and someone pooped on the hood. Just a little bit. Just a little turd. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, your white car turned into a yellow car by the end of the a, day. Yeah. A little turd from a big turd. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> that night it was cold, too, so the water and the pee actually froze. Oh, froze, yeah, uh, so you yeah. had to chip off her pee. That was... But um, dude, we're bad boys, man. That was my Golf TDI, which was completely white. <laughs> Not, not so much after that night. No, it always had a tint to it after that night. Tint of yellow. 
Yeah, for some reason. I can't figure it out. I know I must have hit it like five or six times at least. Oh, yeah. Dude, there was a night where Drew passed out on the stairs. And it's hilarious because <laughs> Drew's a mighty big man and the stairs were not very big stairs, right? And the top and the bottom, it was basically a little garage that his dad built for a tractor that had uh, uh, a loft to it up on top. That's all it was. But it was cool because we set up a beer pong table downstairs and whatever, you know, that whatever upstairs. A bunch of our equipment and whatnot. Couches. Couches, all the fun crap. I mean, we even had a drawbridge that would have to go over the stairs so you could go out to a balcony that was built to it. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and remember, that's how we peed on the car. <laughs> Keep <laughs> Because you parked under the balcony. Okay, first of all, he told me to park there, and he didn't tell me, oh, this is where we pee. <laughs> I was trying to hide you from my parents, area. and you were within reason. Like, is... we had to stretch to hit your car to pee. Yeah, we did. We had to really oomph it out there. Like, oh, you... oh, but you tried. Oh, well, dude, you gave <laughs> oh, us succeeded. a target. Yeah, don't give us a target. <laughs> but, uh, Drew was passed out on the stairs, and I remember, dude, no one could get around. It was causing, obviously, a little little issue if no one could go downstairs or upstairs so i was trying to talk to him because i was trying to explain to this passed out man this is not an appropriate place to be passed out this is no place to die this is <laughs> this is no place to die so i whispered to him like true hey man you gotta move and he lays there for like five minutes not doing anything i whispered to him again he just still lays there like no eye contact or anything to now nowhere this big man jumps up and he goes, Fall CJ! And then he just trucks up the <laughs> stairs and body flops, right, onto a couch, which I'm pretty sure it was never the same after that. You know, Drew and flopping on chairs. Mm-hmm. It just flopped on it, broke half the thing, and then the party was restored. You know, it was just good times there. We had a fridge filled with beer that we thought no adult would ever open and find. We just left all of our empties everywhere in the ignorant bliss that no one would ever smell it or ever come in. The uh, ego of the youth. Yes, yes. Somebody pooped in my yard. I pooped in a yard. <laughs> <laughs> I pooped that, in a yard. I can't. That day that I jumped on the couch, there was a girl coming. Oh, yeah, that couch. is true. He was trying to have a girl meet him there, and he got completely wasted way before she ever got there that's when i found out about cognac and that's yeah yeah cognac is sad and a lonely and a lonely heart cognac is drew's uh kryptonite in terms of alcohol Uh, yeah Yeah. it brings him down pretty fast yeah doesn't matter if i'm stone sober i take one shot and i'm like wow i don't think an elephant tranquilizer could take down drew lotzenheiser but a shot of cognac Sure as hell. <laughs> that was the night where I was having Keith just continually pour my shots because I was unable to pour my own shots. But people just kept doing it for you. That's the worst when you're at a party and people just keep feeding you alcohol when you're way past gone. Like, bro, come on. I told him to do it, though. I know, but still. Come on. I'm drunk. You know, I'm going to say whatever to keep going. Uh, well, Sparky. Yeah? You, uh, you ready to... Serve up the menu. Yeah, I can dish it out. Can you? Can you? Yeah, I just can't take it. Oh, well, I don't know. Last night you seemed to take it pretty well. Shh. Oh, we don't want them to know. Oh, sorry. Our our love is secret. (laughs) Don't tell the world. (laughs) First up on the table, a new video shows sailors fighting a pod of killer whales with poles and flares 
after they broke the boat's rudder. This incident happened off of Morocco's Cape Spartel, and the captain, Antonio Boos, counted four orcas attacking his boat. So Willie there got upset. Yeah. At some boat in the ocean. <laughs> and finally, they're like, we had enough of these humans and they're bullshit. Mm-hmm. Floating out here, just destroying our waters. And they realize, hey, if we get together, they ain't crap. We can just beat the crap out of them. Well, that, that's right. kind of the hunting tactic of orcas. They, oh, yeah. They gang up on you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they ram ice flows to get the seals off of it. Sometimes then, they belly flop on them, too. Yeah, and then they, they just chase them down. Yeah, they, like, basically fling it. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, belly flop this ice and fling the sucker into their mouth. Oh, what, one of the funniest things is to see these whales. They, they scoop fish up with their flukes, their their back fins, and then just, like, catapult them straight Oh, yeah, they just the kick it. Like, boom. <laughs> and they go flipping. Oh, Dude, they're evil, man. People think they're so nice because we captured them. Yeah, they, they got a little bit of a mean streak, but I, I would too. They're called killer whales too. Like, I, I, I think they're it. so friendly because of free Willy. <laughs> if if I was in Sea World, yeah, oh yeah, I would hate us too. We basically, yeah, we enslaved them, and now they they thought that they could take this boat, and so you know they're feeling big, right? They're feeling strong. They're like, hey, these guys are they're pussies. We can take them. <laughs> we can beat them up. They fly over to these sailors, and these sailors are like, not today. Not today, whales. Uh, the orcas rammed the boat and broke the rudder. Boos used a long pole while the crew threw items and shouted to scare the orcas away. One sailor lit and threw a flare, which seemed to do the trick. Um, despite the damages, the boat managed to reach the Spanish, the Spanish port of Tarifa. Uh, Boos says that something like this had never happened before in his lifetime. I have been to Antarctica, and I have never seen something like this. Yeah, and they that's where they thrive, Antarctica. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, so it's not something that's a common occurrence. Actually, most of the time... Well, yeah, yeah it is. Oh, they actually attack a he, lot of boats? He's never seen anything, but uh, th- this is not unheard of for sailors. Oh, I thought they said... I thought killer whales never really mess with humans. Nah... A little bit. In September of 2020, uh, the Observer reported that killer whales had been causing damage to more than a dozen boats in the Straits of Gibraltar. Oh, they're fighting back. A little bit. They're protesting now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this incident occurred in March. It's not unheard of, but some people noted that this was unusually aggressive for orcas. Yeah, like I said, usually they work kind of, or just leave us alone. Well, sometimes they'll kind of swim up and sometimes, play with humans. Sometimes they ram the boat, but they don't really cause a lot of damage. They're just like messing with you. Like, yeah, hey, we could flip yet, you over, but we're not going to. They're just messing with yet you. Yet another bit. stupid sea mammal. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess turtles aren't. Don't go there. No, Another they, they, stupid sea animal ramming the boat. What do you think is going to happen? Dude, they could flip the boat over. They're just flexing on the boat. They're not yeah, stupid. Yeah, they're going to get a major headache when they hit it with their head. Yeah, their skulls are pretty thick. Yeah, I don't know if it does. Or else why would they All right, it? then they're going to get a concussion from their brain slamming against the inside of the skull. No, I don't think so. It's a main weapon that they use against ice thicker than steel. Yeah, blue ice, yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think that affects them at all. You're looking at him as ignorant whale, and this whale's telling you, like, hey, dude, I could puncture a hole in this boat. 
I just don't feel like it, so be happy. <laughs> I'll go on toe. I'll go to toe to toe with a killer whale. You, Would you? You will die. Yeah, it will be like Moby Dick. Uh, Ruth Esteban is the head of international relations for the Orca Atlantica Working Group. Um, he says we don't like to call them attacks because it comes across as more playful. Yeah, they're bluffing. We like, s- come at me, bro. We still don't fully know why they do this but from watching videos of the different interactions it is obvious they behave differently depending on the speed or the type of the boat when we watch these videos for us it doesn't look like they're attacks except in this case this was kind of yeah this this time they decided we're going full on so like i said they might mess with us but they never really attack us that's what makes this kind of rare um Despite this incident, there's no significant danger to humans, and in the ocean, there has never been a fatal attack by orcas on a human. Yeah, only if we enslave them. Yeah, only if we put them in SeaWorld. Yeah, yeah. and then, you know, force them to breed improperly. And then take them from their own pods and put them with different pods. Or keep them in a tank full of chemicals without changing it. Oh, that's great. And causing painful lesions. Yeah, just burning their skin with chemicals we're, we're coming at you sea world yeah you... <laughs> sea world's still a thing yeah dude it's still around even after blackfish with the people haven't seen that documentary I, be warned it. be warned there is a whale penis in that documentary that no one no one warns you about it just pops up out of nowhere <laughs> so be warned it is there it's right at marker i, I mean i, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't know i don't, I don't remember <laughs> but it did it dude my life has never been the same once i saw that it, like, it was like an arm. It moved in any direction. It was weird. Uh, a lot of penises are prehensile. <laughs> well, I'm happy you know that. <laughs> I'm a wildlife biologist. Don't at me. Don't at You don't have to study their penises. I'm, that's just something I know. That's just something that all scientists study is their genitals. <laughs> We're not weird. I'm not, yeah. We're not weird. We just study animals' genitals. <laughs> 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 is is the um, receptacle for the penis like just as big, or is it like like that one dude that has too big of a thing in porn? No, and dude. No, dude. This thing. Get, like, trust me. In. Have you not seen Blackfish? No. I'm not gonna describe it anymore, man. Just go see it. Don't change you. I don't think we should be describing whale genitals on air. Well, scientists do in books, <laughs> and then they get paid big money for it. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why I can't do it. <laughs> I'll get paid big money. Right, I'll get paid big money. I think that's called prostitution. Well, for the whale or me. <laughs> We're not paying the whale. <laughs> well, that's wrong. It's his penis. <laughs> uh, I came across this story. So, that, how did they fight back, dude? Like, did they like sharpen? sticks and just throw them at it or no they just had like long poles and just poked it like yeah, in the hopes that sh- they would just leave yeah pretty and the much. one guy shot a flare at it he said yeah well okay that might do some damage a little flare especially if you get in a blowhole well this it looks like this is at night so it was probably more of the the sudden light light that, that just that did anything yeah kind of flash banged them yeah oh dang dude so That'd be so scary. Imagine floating on a boat, trying to get home, and all of a sudden, boom, the whole boat shakes, and boom, another boat. Your boat shakes the other way, then all of a sudden you see this, you wouldn't see, like, too much of anything, just a shiny black freaking mass jumping out of the water, just psh, 
I would flash back to literally every ocean-based horror sci-fi film I've ever seen. Oh, I think it was a Kraken. I was like, like, we're like Leviathan? Yeah. <laughs> I th- I'd be scared they'd flip the boat over. Oh, yeah. They pr- they probably could have if they wanted to. This does not look like it's a big boat. Yeah. Like, you know, none of those no, it doesn't. That silver. is a pretty small boat. They could have they flopped on it and mm. taken it down. I would have been crapping my pants. <laughs> when I came back, I wouldn't even... I would have thrown my pants in the ocean. I would have been too embarrassed. This is yours now, Poseidon. <laughs> right, yeah, Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> so they made it home all safe and sound after beating up these whales yeah they made it to uh tarifa the spanish port Ooh, and then like once uh, they probably got so close to land and the whales just kind of left them yeah probably but let that be a warning to uh to anyone venturing out in the sea we're we're starting beef with whales and it's not smart yeah first of all don't second of all don't Right. We don't whale anymore. Like, first we Japan got their does. respect. Okay, well, Japan has their respect. You can go in those oceans. I mean, you still killing them. They're going to kind of back off. But. Yeah, J- Japan's just... They so... also cut off fins of sharks and throw them back in there. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, they're I, just I nasty. can't watch those just, videos. Just nasty, Shark nasty. fin soup. Yeah, ew. Yeah. It's almost like uh, turtle soup, though. <laughs> Snapping turtle soup. Do you ever have any of that? Mm-mm. No? Would you like some? I'd try it. You're a turtle lover and you'd eat turtles. I've also like alligators and I've eaten alligator. Just the other day I had alligator. Wow, dude. Wow. That's cannibalism. He looks like a turtle. He does. <laughs> ah. Well, what's the next dish there, Sparky? Up next, <clears throat> the EU Commission has decided not to renew contracts for AstraZeneca and J&J COVID vaccines. For the next upcoming year, 2022. So they're basically like, hey, you're going to have to straighten your crap up. Yeah. um, The newspaper reported the European Commission, in agreement with the leaders of many countries, has decided that the contracts with the companies that produce these vaccines that are valid for the current year will not be renewed at their expiry. Yeah, because they were killing people. Some. Yeah. Like literally less than a dozen. Yeah, kind of like the virus. Has a no, the virus, real low chance of killing anybody. The virus has killed a lot more people than this. Yeah, that they've reported. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how many reports are true about this virus, too. So, just, just to bring you up to speed, um, there have been some reports with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine that um, one of the side effects was a rare clotting disorder that unfortunately has killed a handful of people. Well, I don't, J and J is just a horrible company. A little bit. Yeah. They're awful company. <laughs> like I warned people, I warned them. If they were going to get any of these vaccines, don't get the J and J one. Right. But I mean, just looking at it from a purely numbers perspective, they've rolled out almost 7,000 doses. And the last I saw, like, six or seven people have died because of this so this is a literal one in a million chance six thousand no one in seven thousand six or seven thousand was admitted sorry seven million doses one in a million well what are different i mean that's still a decent amount of odds there's 12 million people in pennsylvania so you're willingly sacrificing 12 people is that okay with you it's just a numbers game it's just another so well so is not having it. That's the same argument of not getting the vaccine. <laughs> I I mean, I probably wouldn't get the J and J, but I mean 
I'm not going to risk my life on a literal one in a million chance. Uh, what are, C-3PO when you need him take. to tell you the odds. Yeah, what are what are the odds of you dying in a car crash? Oh. Probably, it, probably yeah. a lot because I drive a lot. Well, just everybody. I bet it's high. <laughs> I bet it's a well, decent. Well, the odds of Sparky dying in a car crash are greater hey, than the rest hey. of us. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, he's driver. Just, hey, uh, well, he's eccentric. Eccentric? Yeah, eccentric driver. He's like... He's like Picasso, you know, he sees the road in his own way and just does what he wants with the brush. He's like Van Gogh cuts off his own ear. Yeah, we're other people. Like other people in another lane. I keep telling you, only one of those accidents was actually my fault. Who cares? You're still you've still been in a high amount than other people, meaning that you're not very good at looking ahead and going, Oh, that person's probably gonna run this light. CJ, have you had any accidents that have been your fault? One. One? Yeah, one. Uh, when I drove into a tree. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> that wasn't an accident. We drove away just fine. Yeah, and they didn't catch us. Um, so so zero that have caused zero, like, yeah. harm to your car or anybody else. Yep, zero. Actually, I avoided I am also one. at zero, which means out of the three of us, you have the worst driving record. <laughs> right. Statistically just... worse. One of them has been your fault. Okay, out of the people in this room, let's get more people in here. <laughs> and you'll probably still have more. <laughs> so, uh, going, yeah, going back to the story. That sounds like a Twitter poll to me. Going back to this story, um, newspaper goes on to say that Russell's would rather focus on COVID-19 vaccines using the messenger RNA technology, such as Pfizer and Moderna's. Um, they, they're keeping their options open, but they can't comment on contractual issues. Basically. So, I mean, if anything, this proves the, the rigor that goes into both vaccine production that's and why, monitoring. That's why it shows the horrible idea of them coming out and giving them basically immunity anyways. You know, they it's were funny. like, they were, well, they came out and they basically said, hey, we don't want to be able to be sued for these vaccines. So you basically kind of gave these people a free run of trying whatever they wanted, knowing that there's no consequence shooting back on them. Now, finally, the government's like, oh, this was a really dumb idea. Really dumb. No, they're just not. Yeah, going to hold them responsible now. No, they're, they're just not. Continuing cover with, their these, butt. with yeah. these specific vaccines. Yeah, they're not going to cover their butt anymore and make them a whole, like, held responsible for what they've done. And that's push out this thing that was killing people. And you can't argue it wasn't. And we'll see the later effects the longer the time goes. Kind of like your talcum powder there. <laughs> so. That's dumb. I, th I think the ends outweigh the means here because even though they had pushed it out faster than they should have and done a little more research and. and they, it, the COVID was killing people, so they needed to get this thing out as quickly as they could to protect more people uh, I don't than know whatever. About that. The fact that a few people may have got a rare blood disease and passed or whatever, it definitely is a lower number than what it would be if they had waited and more people would have died from coronavirus. Mm, there's no guarantee to that. A little bit. No. <laughs> no. That's that's basically a guess. And there's no way of saying that, like, hey, our immune system's actually going to be better from this stuff. It, it, you, I mean, like, with all the other vaccines, we still got to keep taking them. No one's actually immune from them. 
to a point. All right. Like each generation still got to get stabbed with this vaccine. Yeah. That's so how is how, how you could argue that you're saying you're stopping my immune system from actually getting stronger? No, that's yes. That is not how vaccines work. That is kind of how they work. They introduces you okay, so you build so, up no, that dude, dude. Okay, look at the common cold. Right. It used to kill all these people. Then eventually our immune systems got strong enough. Then it passed on to our children. You don't need like to stick anything in your child so the common cold don't just wipe everyone out. All right. But you, all these things we made vaccines for, all of a sudden we don't build any immunity to anymore. But yeah. there's other cultures that have immunity to all these things we have vaccines to because they don't have any of the medicine. There's literally cultures out there in the rainforest that are immune to AIDS. I don't know. About what? I, I want to see. Yeah, a, look I want it to up. see a source for that. Look it up. Go ahead. They're immune to AIDS. Okay, so if you go to the Amazon where they've never had any kind of influenza, are you saying that you introduce influenza to them, it's not going to devastate their population? No, I'm saying it will, but eventually oh, the shit. ones who are strong enough will live, and basically nature kind of picks the strongest to keep surviving in the immune system. To so push in on. the same instance, if you go to this this tribe in the Amazon, you give them vaccines for the common cold, and then you introduce the common cold, What what's going to happen? What do you mean? If you vaccinate them against this yeah. disease and then introduce that disease, yeah. then... Or are you saying it, it's not going to have any Yeah, what effects? I'm saying is you might affect the next generation from not having the natural immunity anymore. Therefore, you're going to have to stick everyone forever. That's just a small price to pay. I would rather... I don't, I don't think it is. I think, if anything, you're stopping the natural flow of things. Like, that's the ignorance of humans. I, I don't see myself you as can't having sit kids. There, you can't sit there, ask me for the week to live, then feel bad for the week when things happen to the week. I, I don't really see myself as having <clears> kids anymore, but... If I did, then I would want to get them vaccinated as soon as possible so they don't get pertussis or whooping wouldn't cough. You rather, wouldn't you rather have a world where you don't have to rely on any of that? That's not going to No, for, as a simple might. suggestion here, like I had the chickenpox vaccine. Yeah. And I hear stories from many, many people that said chickenpox was one of the worst times. Dude, I caught, no, no, I caught chickenpox at 14 and dude, I got a little fever and that was it. Like I had a fever. But it was no different than any flu I've had. So here's the thing about chicken pox. Is that virus, it stays in your body. It stays in your DNA. And then yeah. 40, 50 years later, it, it develops can, into shingles. Yeah, it can. So if you get vaccinated against it earlier and you don't catch it, then you don't have this painful You could also disease. do the yeah. same thing with chicken pox parties. No. That's yes, just you dumb. could. No. Nah. Because like, I'll you... never get shingles because I never got chicken pox. See? I mm. in no, it. if it's still in you, you still can. Even if you don't get chickenpox, you can still get shingles. As long as the virus is in you. It's no different than you might not have genital herpes, but if you got a cold sore, you have herpes. The, the two things do not That's, equate. Yeah, they are. It's herpes. It's a different thing. Shingles is a mutation of chickenpox. Yeah, well, dude, so is fucking genital herpes. It's the same as herpes on your lip. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are two different things. No, they're not. They're, Look it up. Yeah, they're, they're no, they're not. No, they are not, dude. It's the same virus. Look it up. Trust me. Someone told me this. I looked it up. It ruined my life. Go ahead. You got a computer right there. I'll wait. Go ahead. Go I'm, ahead, I'm Mr. Not, Google. Go ahead, Mr. Google. This I'm, is why you're here. 
I'm not saying you're not right that they are the same thing. I'm saying you're equating two different things. No, because if you get the vaccine, the vaccine is a weaker version of the virus. Therefore, you still have to put the virus in your body, meaning that you still have a chance that it can turn into shingles. Yeah, they program it differently. Oh, they, they just, and that, that's 100%. No one who's ever got a vaccine can get shingles. It's not Oh, 100%. so you still have a chance to get shingles. Uh, Thank you. Lower chance. Thank you. Much lower chance. Yeah, the same way as, you know, people with herpes on your lip, as long as it's not flaring up, so have low chance of getting your herpes on your genitals. What I'm saying is I got chicken pox when I was little. So in 20, 30 years, I'm probably going to get shingles and have this painful, debilitating disease. Not always. Versus if I'd gotten the vaccine. You think it's 100% true no, that everybody... No, I don't think it's 100%. Okay. Because nothing's 100%. Right. So what are the odds of it? The odds are much lower if you get the vaccine. Okay, but what are the odds without that? That's like telling me the odds of you living to 90 are lower if you don't smoke cigarettes. Okay, but how Nobody much lower? How much lower? <laughs> Just give, me, give me the odds. Go ahead, because if it's something like 10% chance lower, okay, well then smoke your cigarettes, Linda. <laughs> you know, like 10%, that ain't that bad. <clears throat> Ow. I mean... We, so, we've gotten pretty far afoot from the story well, not really <laughs> it, it all has to do with it just a little bit all right well kick general on consensus of the story is that cj has genital herpes well i do we all have <laughs> genital herpes <clears throat> but the big thing is finally those vaccine places aren't going to get covered by the government because they finally realize uh maybe we should hold them responsible for their own mistakes I know you're trying to help people, but even if you hurt people in an attempt to save everybody, you should still be held responsible. That is the exact opposite of the Good Samaritan law. Eh, yes and no. You're right, but in this case, if you, you break can't just somebody's stick. Ribs when you're you can't to stick. Give them CPR. You can't stick this cure into everybody, and it kills some people, and then just go, "Well, oops." That's not right it's either. Not killing everybody. It's only killing a select few. Oh, so those select few don't matter. No, we're not saying it's that. Like oh, so they should be held allergies. responsible for killing we're, those select few. We're, we're saying that this was an unexpected side effect that was caught early on. This has only been out for six months, and they caught a literal one in a million chance side effect, and they took it off. Right now. They, they took it off the market. Right. How many more side effects it. might pop up? We don't. That, that's why we're monitoring. Oh, right. That's why you shouldn't give them the freedom of not being sued. That's why we have such rigorous monitoring after the fact. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but how many people have gotten it, haven't gotten COVID, and haven't shown any symptoms? How long has it been? Symptoms how way long has it? How long has it been? Six months, probably. Months, that's it? That's how we run tests now? We give someone, and in a month or something, nothing happens. Okay, it's all good. Let's just release this. Nuts. Chemicals that you have to spray in people's houses have to be tested for seven years. And you're just going to introduce something to your body that's been tested for six months and then give them the right not to be sued? Well, that's because with chemicals that you use for extermination or whatever, those or any that you have to use for seven months, those ones already had something in place that they could use to do it while the testing is done. Then in seven years, this then is, you get your new replacement This is for just saying because this we is fear this. super unheard of, and people needed this vaccine. No, this so they is, pushed it through trials. This is saying because we're scared of something, we need this pushed. And fear will lead us through this, is what it's saying. You're, you're leading this through fear. 
That is not what it's leading through. Mm-hmm. All these people dying were scared. Let's just push this out and give them immunity, basically. Because we're trying to get to herd immunity so we don't have to do the mask mandates and social distancing. Well, how, how do you know all that hasn't, like, hurt it? How do you know not letting nature do its course hasn't hurt us? Because if we let nature do its course, then... Some people might die? Like, some people might die? Like, some... Plague and the Spanish influenza? (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. Because we vaccinated against it. not the plague. (laughs) We don't vaccinate against the Black Plague. No, no, it just killed a third of Europe before it died out. Yeah, over ten years. (laughs) Over ten long years. And by the way, you're talking about a point where we used to throw our poop in the streets... Do we still throw our poop in the streets? Do we all share the same bath? Is that the same time we're in? I'm sorry. Excuse me. Or have we figured out that's a stupid idea? So you're saying that sanitation is... Sanitation's a huge key. The same way as storing our food has made us live a lot longer, too. Okay, then by that logic, then countries like India that are super dirty should be running rampant with diseases like polio, right? They kind of are. No, they're not. Dude, they got diseases. In, they you have, think... You okay, think... Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, diseases like polio, India has one of the highest vaccination rates, and they have zero polio. So, by your logic, that, that should be the other way around. Well, no, not by my logic. My logic is, because I said the vaccinations might work, but they're stopping immunity to your kids, so you always have to stick them. Which means you're always led to have to pay this force and make this vaccine it's not stopping the immunity it's introducing a weakened version so you're Mm -hmm. not having those debilitating effects if you get a natural version of whooping cough that's going to lead to so many ramifications and consequences later down respiratory wise if you get if you get chicken pox that's going to lead to shingles if Mm -hmm. you get all these diseases naturally Mm -hmm. there's no reason to have those consequences yeah but you, you can say it's not strengthening our immune system really because Actually, if so, that you is wouldn't exactly have exactly to... what a vaccine does. That is the reason after why you exist. after you introduce it. But I'm talking about a newborn baby. Obviously, it's not like you're basically saying the mother cannot transfer those immunities to the kid. She does. Okay, well, then why to, does up that, to a certain point? Then why does he need stuck? Because okay, so the mother passes. So it's some, not working. Hang on, hang on. The mother passes some of her immunity yeah. to her newborn through her breast milk, but once. Yes. Once she stops breastfeeding, those immunities start to fade. That's why we need to vaccinate. No, all immunities start to fade. Okay. That's what you're telling me. You're telling me now, all of a sudden, they're off the breast milk, they're not immune to anything. Essentially, yeah. No, that's ridiculous. That offers some protection, but only up to a point. A good point. That That, that that basically kind of sets your boom. At at that point, they need to be vaccinated. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd let nature take its course and see where we go. Okay. That's bringing back the, excuse me, that's bringing back the, like you said, the chicken pox parties, which is a terrible idea, BT Dubs. Not really. Because that leads to shingles down the road. You don't need... Well, no, no, it's the same idea as the vaccine. The vaccine is a weakened version that trains your body. You can still get a weakened version off of somebody. Very low chance. Much lower chance than if you contract it naturally. Or if you just put the person in there, then take it out, then wait a little it, bit here's, to put them in here's there. Here's the issue. If you catch it naturally, you have this much chance What's of getting... What's this much? Uh, you, th- this big People percentage. can't see that, buddy. I, I'm, I'm showing you. Yeah, I know, but you got to tell the people. You, you have this, this... What's this much? <laughs> just... <laughs> you're throwing me off. You're, you ruined my groove. Yeah, but you got to show them a space, bud. Okay, so or... if, if you catch... 
we're just taking chicken pox as an example. Yeah. If you catch it naturally, let's say you have 80% chance when you're 40 or 50 of getting shingles versus if you got the chicken pox vaccine, you have 20, 30% chance of getting shingles. I take those numbers over the natural, the natural immunity, quote unquote. Well, you do what you do and I'll do what I do and we see where we end up. Okay. But you're already <laughs> bald and I still have hair, bud. I'm not bald, I'm shaved. Okay, if you grew it, how much would grow on top? I'm balding. Mm, you're bald. <laughs> I'm bald because I shave. Okay. However, you gotta <laughs> like justify. Too pay bald. True. You, true. You Have you here. looked up the herpes thing yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. What's it? What's uh, the but uh, everything I've looked up says that you're right so far. So yeah. I don't want to bring it up. Right. You're I welcome. I wasn't saying you were wrong. I was saying. No, you both. No, you did. You said it was a different virus. Did I? Yeah, and it's okay. not. It's I, the exact same it is, virus. All right. Well, I'm I'm yeah. a big enough man to admit them when I was wrong. Technically, yeah. it is eight. HSV two and HSV one. Is, they are different viruses, but they're kinda. the same. same but they're thing. the same. Same yeah. family. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So, have you ever had a cold or you have herpes? I'm 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 sorry to be the one telling you people this, but it ruined my life too. <laughs> <laughs> so, there oh, you yeah. go. Everyone has herpes. Oh yeah, it's like something like ninety percent of America. Yeah, it's not something to be scared of, people. Well, on to the next dish. But that was good. I yeah. like that. We had a little spat. A little, a little bit. A little spat. A little back and forth. Yeah, but this is, this is why turtles need to die. <laughs> I could have beat the crap out of you. Dude, getting your route up so easy. <laughs> all I got to do is be like, vaccines are fake. <laughs> you guys get all mad. It's hilarious. <laughs> now here at the lunch table, take your vaccines. Go ahead. Do it. Save save people. Don't be like me. Don't, don't be like me. <laughs> Yeah, the world uh, has enough assholes already. Right, don't let me be the one to do this experiment. So this next story, I think, requires the uh, the perspective of a physicist. So Oh, and we got an astro one. We have an astrophysicist on the staff, so yeah. uh, I'm going to turn this over to Drew to, yeah. to just kind of go through this. Drew? The asshole right, physicist. So oh, I would like to first iterate that uh, I was not the one to pick out this story. Although I was the one that had to do all the research on it to explain it to people. Well, he is a um, physicist. That's how it works. Yeah, but I wasn't. I decided that it wasn't. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so the article is uh, Muon's strong evidence for a new force in nature. Um, in Chicago, a laboratory near Chicago called the Fermi Lab, uh, they have actually done an experiment the other day to find new um, measurements of a muon and i'll get into that here in a second about what exactly that is but that could possibly explain the universal growth and interactions between dark matter and could potentially even make new undiscovered subatomic particles basically i think it's explaining like this might have helped accelerate the big bang in a way yeah that they're looking for a force that otherwise we didn't know about that would explain why it's why it blew up than we thought right yeah yep so, so for uh, so very this might simple explain the beginning here. of the universe huh everybody knows from school that a atom is made up of a proton a neutron and an electron um but people don't really know that there are different subatomic particles that make up each of those things right so ant-man proton huh? ant-man was ant-man was true yeah. yeah, with the subatomic <laughs> particles. So, 
protons are made up of different things, different subatomic particles. We commonly call them quarks. Uh, these quarks have different natures and do different things that uh, affect what makes up the protons and the neutrons and electrons. This one that they're uh, looking at right now is called a muon. A muon is, for all intents and purposes, an electron, but it weighs 200 times more. Um, and muons have their own little wobble uh, when they are accelerated through, and they everybody knows what the speed is of this wobble. Um, but these other people have decided to do an experiment and do it again, and they found a different uh, speed of the wobble, which means that people are thinking that there is something else affecting the wobble as opposed to the old one. So they found this new subatomic particle, so basically this new... It could lead to a subatomic particle. Oh, okay. They found, so, so... They, they found evidence that there could be a new force. Oh, so something like a new gravity, but a smaller level. Yeah. Um, there are four forces. There are gravity, electromagnetism, and the strong and weak nuclear forces that are basically are magnets the basis for of nukes. nature. Yeah. 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 Magnets. Mag. Yeah. Real, real quick, Drew. Did you just magnets say for nuclear? Nuclear. It's. Oh, okay. Why? What is it? Nuclear. Okay. Whatever. Pfeiffer. Whatever. Pfeiffer. You're a physicist, Drew. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think you're pronouncing it wrong. I believe I say him it, over you. Nuclear. I say it the easier way. Nuclear. To cut out the time. Okay. My way is faster. Did you misunderstand him? No. It's you just, knew what he was trying to say? It's, it's oh, then the English was complete. Nuclear is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> the speech did its thing. You got what he meant. The speech did its thing. Don't yeah. matter how it came. Whatever. So Continue. One of the one of the parts of the experiment that they're trying to divulge is that they already have a regular speed about how it works. Uh, they already have a regular speed about what it's supposed to be. The difference between experiment and theory is if there is a difference there, then there is a discovery that has been had. Um, and if that discovery is significant, which it turns out that this one is, then that means that something is affecting it comparatively to what they used to believe. So there is some type of discovery, and they're doing a few more tests on it to try and figure out what it is. So it's it's saying here that uh, they, they don't know what this new force possibly does, but it could help explain some of the big puzzles of the universe, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah, there are... Uh, government, or uh, universe is just kind of all best guess. Everything that we have... Um, oh, yeah. every theory that we have is all just maybe it was this way, maybe it was this way, maybe it was that way. And uh, the more pieces of the puzzle that you get, the more you can put it together. And uh, right now they're just trying to figure out what piece of the puzzle this is. Everything in physics is very, very theoretical. Like string theory, dark matter, um, even subatomic particles are... We, we know they exist, but they're very theoretical. Yeah. It's uh, it's not like you can look at a microscope and see all the way down to the bottom there. Yeah. <laughs> and then in that case, does it... Can you go even further? Does Do those have pieces? Do those have pieces? Uh, I will it's say, just though, all... that you, you should absolutely not trust atoms because they make up everything. 
<laughs> that was weak. That was my one physics joke. I'm very proud of it. Don't at me. Dude, that was the weakest thing I've ever heard. It was. It's still better than Drew's dad joke. It was. It was. I mean, that was so bad, we almost restarted this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Oh, man. Kill we almost things. had to stop and restart. Now, <laughs> how fast is this thing moving? I bet we can't even measure the speed. Probably like close oh, we, to light we, speed. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, is it faster than light speed? Nothing goes we faster We know the light. speed. Those are one of the... There are so a whole bunch of different things that we don't know. There are a lot of things that we do know. Doesn't like it basically speed, like the, transport? Don't atoms move in a really weird way where they're basically like breaking the laws of physics anyways? I don't think not in this sense. I don't think uh, we really understand how atoms move yet. Right. They're moving them in a circular motion so they can track where they're going. Okay. Yeah, that's like the idea of the Large Hadron Collider. Yeah, that's... Uh, It's just a big circle where they can spin them really, really fast. Right, and then make them collide. That's what I was asking Sparky. Do you think this would make a bigger collision now that these are moving faster? They they use um, electrons in the Hadron Collider, right? Correct. Um, one it, of the it's... biggest downfalls of muons is that in two milliseconds, they actually become uncharged and become electrons. Oh, wow. So they can't, they're bad at holding their uh, their charge. Well, the, the yeah. point I wanted to make, was it says here that um, muons are similar to electrons, but about 200 times heavier. So like Drew yeah, was saying, right. if if they collide, would that make a bigger Drew, impact? You mean Carl. So, yeah, sorry, Carl. Yeah, because not only are they faster, they're heavier, so they have more mass. Yeah. Which, you know... Mass is everything. Yeah, mass is everything. <laughs> I would... Uh, did we it, just it, discover a whole because, new bomb? It's hard not. because they can't have them become that for all that time. They can't keep them... They don't know how they keep it charged and charged long enough to make them collide. They can see it enough so that it spins. Um, The general idea about how it spins is there are certain particles that are inside that you're not actually uh, aware of. And different particles affect different muons different ways, so then things spin differently. And they're trying to figure out if it was just a particle or if it's the actual force that was causing it to do that. Like, there's particles in the air. And there's particles in a vacuum. Right. It's never a true vacuum. We aren't that good. Ah, so we can never make a true uh, empty space. No. We can get close to it. Well, then there. No one's ever lonely. It's like absolute zero. You can approach it, but I don't think we've ever achieved, what is it, like negative 273 degrees? That's zero kelvin yeah zero kelvin that's absolutely yeah, zero what, what does that even do what would that, that do to something that, that's the point at which all atomic motion theoretically stops hmm. so no atoms or anything are moving yeah because so you can freeze the light yeah because even this desk it, it's solid yeah i know parts are moving yeah. we're made up of more free space than what we are matter yeah so, so yeah it's it's very very interesting <laughs> to find and that's how like just for any comic book nerds, the Flash, that's how he moves through walls. He he matches the vibration of, of whatever matter he's around to mm-hmm. move right through it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what the the actual physics of that are, if that can... Oh, probably can... bad. It's probably <laughs> the same physics like in uh, uh, Donkey Kong versus Reptar. 
Yeah, that, that's the same uh, comic book that says that Flash can walk on clouds because he can vibrate his feet in such a way that attracts water condensation, so he always has a foothold. Hmm. Which... <laughs> okay. Well, I can't walk on water. Can you? That's why him and Storm should date. Oh, man. No, they can both great tornadoes. Storm's getting plowed by uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. Ooh, nice. Nice. Which, he passed yeah. away. Um, Mad respect. Yeah. Also, as a fun fact, on the astrophysics side of this, um, our nearest galaxy closest to us is Andromeda Galaxy. If our Milky Way Galaxy and Andromeda, actually, they are actually moving towards each other, and in billions and billions of years they'll actually collide however when they collide it is like the space in between um atoms like flash would do when he moves through yeah uh you're actually there's a very very small chance like a billionth of a percentage that something is actually going to collide even though there's millions and millions and millions of planets and stars and gravity affecting each of those things when andromeda and milky way combine uh, and pass through each other, there's actually no chance, almost no chance, that anything's going to collide. Would they actually collide and make, like, a, a super galaxy? Oh, like, uh, yeah, would it get it pregnant? No. I mean, bits and pieces are going to be ripped off of each of them, potentially even making a second or a, a third baby galaxy. Oh, so, but, so we will get pregnant. They're, they're moving too fast with each other that they're actually just going to pass right through. Dang. That's actually pretty cool. So we're going to think this mass is coming at us and it'll be like a ghost, like on a whole different dimension, fading through us. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, dude, the night sky is going to be epic. Oh, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah, too bad we're not going to be alive in billions and billions of years. Well, we don't know science. You know, these vaccines might keep us alive. <laughs> <laughs> Have a Dawn of the Dead situation. Yeah. Like, a, like a billion years. <laughs> Carl. Kill uh, me, please. <laughs> like oh they're undead like no we've been alive this whole time and have just rotted <laughs> i think at that point we'd just um, be dust so simulations have said that andromeda and milky way are on a head-on collision that'll be about four to five billion years from now okay i oh, think wow. i think our sun might explode at that point is there is there a chance that they didn't do the math right because yeah, like, there's always a chance. Because I feel in, like in, I feel like you know, one billion year, I can make that. Three billion, <laughs> four or five. I mean, is technically, there's right. always a chance that anything's wrong. Like that is actually the idea of this story that we're going over is that there are forces that we don't know about. Right, there could potentially be forces that we don't know. Well, that's, and that could affect all I've, of our estimations and simulations. I, I've always said that, like uh, our science and what we know is only that of Earth, like. To hold that same standard to almost other planets is a little ridiculous because we really don't know how they work. It's like saying life forms. You know, people are like, well, there's no life forms on these planets. Well, yeah, but you're only checking for the life forms that have formed on our planet. You know, water-based life form. You're not really... We have no idea. People always say there's no other intelligent life in the universe. Well, there's really no intelligent life here on Earth. So. No. Well, dolphins are pretty smart. No. Yeah. What are what's intelligent? I guess we should ask. That's a real question. Yeah, that, that's subjective. That's for another. I, I was day. making a joke. Carl. And we don't like it, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> okay. So, Drew, was that pretty yeah. much all the notes? Yeah, that's all the notes for that one. Just something to keep in mind for the future. Maybe yeah, they the find world, something. Maybe they don't. Yeah, we might find new forces that next thing we know might blow us up. 
The world may never know. How will we kill ourselves next? Well, talking about that, what's on uh, what's on the next dish? Well, I think we've I think we felt pretty smart about ourselves up until now. Yes. Um, maybe we can feel a little bit smarter, a little, little bit better about ourselves, don't you think? I think we can. Don't you think, Carl? Don't you think, Drew? Yeah. I think yeah. we can uh, oh, get this more into a funny mood, huh? Yeah. I think it is time for the daily dose of dumb. Canadian Parliament member William Amos was caught naked in a virtual House of Commons meeting. Naked? Naked. <laughs> like... How, how, how did he not... It's scheduled, so he had to know it was coming. Yes, he was in his own home on Wednesday. Um... Uh, apparently he forgot that his video was on uh he stood up he was between the he was behind his desk between the quebec and canadian flags and he was just completely naked um fortunately uh his hand and his phone was covering his uh canadian bacon oh so he knew <laughs> so it was like set up Dude, how, if his canadian bacon was already covered by the way <laughs> That's funny right there. Oh, just uh, just got in from a run. <laughs> oh, geez, just working on my abs. Let me show you right here. Oh, yeah, the, the the photo we have, he he's pretty jacked. Dude, yeah, he, he ain't a, like he's showing off. He was purposely coming in there naked to show his body off. Like, let me just reach for this up here and uh, flex. Let me turn around and grab this pen on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> You don't, you don't, listen, if you accidentally walk into somewhere naked, you don't already have stuff protecting your junk. You know, like his hand and everything was set up to perfectly block his junk. Like, perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he, he sat there and he, he looked at the camera before pressing start. Like, okay, let me line myself up here. Uh, maybe. He says, uh, Amos, this was an unfortunate (laughs) error. My video was accidentally turned on as I was changing into my work clothes after going for a jog. I sincerely apologize to my colleagues in the House of Commons for this unintentional distraction. Obviously, it was an honest mistake and it won't happen again. (laughs) I honestly didn't mean to get naked in front of you. Dude, that's so posed. Dude, it is, man. I'm telling you, he's flexing. Like, he was sitting there like, Look at my body. I hope I hope everybody on Instagram just talks about how nice and shape I am. I sure hope my camera isn't on and my <laughs> colleagues aren't looking Ooh. and or getting turned on. <laughs> right. I hope no one sees me <laughs> and notices the squats I've been doing. <laughs> His hand and phone are directly covering it Perfect. too. Like he he knows. Perfect. He knew dude. He, knows. <laughs> he had to be looking through another camera to know how perfect to block his junk. Uh, regardless whether this was staged or accidental, this uh, raised the point of requiring all male members to wear clothing. <laughs> they had to make a new rule. Like, well, this wasn't in the rule book, Jim. <laughs> We're going to have to make it a rule now. <laughs> we didn't think anyone would abuse this. 
Uh, speaker Anthony Rota reminds everyone to please be vigilant around cameras and microphones. Um, um, that's a good idea for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you're never alone. If you're picking your nose in a corner of a grocery store, someone's watching. Uh, colleague Mark Holland says that Amos was utterly mortified. And fortunately, he didn't. He only appeared to his, his colleagues. He didn't appear on any public views. Uh, Mark Holland says, I don't think there was any ill intent. It's certainly an unfortunate circumstance. This is a warning to everybody. You've got to really always assume that camera is on and be very careful anytime you wander anywhere near why that would you, camera. Why would you walk into your camera room naked? <laughs> You're just asking to be filmed naked. Oh. Okay, so it says he was jogging, and then he His came home. His clothes were just so sweaty. Well, why wouldn't you just, like, change your pants and your In your shirt? bedroom. Well, why like, why is it, where is this set up? Because, like, I'm assuming his house is nice and big, and he has a walk-in closet and places where you can go and th change. Th this is definitely, like, a study or yeah. or his office. Why would he get naked and change in there? Why My would point, he... yes. <laughs> he probably has a walk-in closet where he could go and change and do all these things. And even if he had a change of clothes there, why would he take off his underwear and, I'm assuming, his socks? Why, <laughs> why wouldn't he just... <laughs> Like, you fully got there. Well, like, keep your underwear on, just, like, change your pants and your shirt, have your meeting, and then go change and shower. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you hear about that one story about the girl that was in, like, a college Zoom meeting, and uh, she thought that she was on mute, but uh, everybody could hear her getting railed? Oh, wow. I, I did. I did hear that. That one. That <laughs> one makes more sense, though. That one makes more sense. They, they heard the guy moaning. Ew. And then he, um, yeah, arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, he shot a shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been your daily dose of dumb. Daily dose of dumb. And your warning: always, dumb. always be aware of where cameras are. Yes, always, and wherever you're bending over. <laughs> don't, don't show anybody your Lone Star. <laughs> Always keep your phone your phone in front of your Canadian bank. Yeah. yeah, always keep your phone waist up. Or or like wear a cup, I guess. Why would you wear a cup? To always block it. Get like what if you printed out one of the like a blurred out like like one of the sensor strips? Yeah. <laughs> Just a blurred out sensor strip. How, how would you keep that in place, though? Would you have to tape it? Because, ow. <laughs> Maybe a Velcro situation? Oh. Maybe you put, like, the Rubber tape band? on you first? <laughs> Rubber band. None, none of those options sound appealing. No. But is it worth it not to have your cockle show? Just always wear a condom. It kind of... Right. It glistens it. it. When the camera tries to take a picture, it makes a flash. You can't see it. Like, I'm license plates. <laughs> <sighs> oh man so as we're coming off this daily dose of dumb yeah we're we're moving into some uh a little bit serious stuff more here. grown up stuff now's the time to be a little uh a little more mature yeah we'll, we'll flip that switch yeah <laughs> well we did it three times is it on or okay yeah okay is yeah, that on or off yeah that's on. okay we're good <laughs> no one's looking anymore
Mine was the dimmer. All right. Second Lieutenant Karen Nazario is suing two Virginia officers after a traffic stop in December. Both officers drew their weapons and pepper sprayed him, despite his hands clearly being up and him making no threatening moves and basically attempting to de-escalate the situation. Um, no comment from the Windsor Police Department in Southeast Virginia, but the lawsuit alleges that the officers violated Nazario's constitutional rights. Of course they did. Mm -hmm. uh, the man was given up. There's no reason to push that well, escalation any further. Why would you pepper spray a man who's given up? He, his hands are up. He's saying, hey, come take me. He wasn't giving up. He, he wasn't doing anything. They... So they pulled him over because there was a similar vehicle that was, quote-unquote, eluding the police. Oh, because he looked like somebody. Well, his car did. Right. Apparently. Okay. Um, but he, he pulled over, and he, he was complying with the officers. He had his hands up. They were outside his, his window, and they the, the cops just took this way, way it's too like they far. Were, it's like they were looking for a reason. Yeah. They wanted a reason to tell you someone that day. I don't know if they were having a bad day. It, like, this will cheer us up or some bull crap, but it's ridiculous. It, it wasn't just their actions. It was their words, too. Um, Nazario said, what's going on? And one of them said, what's going on? Is your fixing to ride the lightning, son? Which is a, a reference from the Green electric Mile. chair. Yeah, the, the electric chair. Yeah. Um, Nazario said, I'm honestly afraid to get out. And the officer said, yeah, you should be. They're there to keep peace, not install fear. <sighs> yeah. Like, they're not, they're not here to make us fall in line and have to bark at their orders through fear and beating us with, with nightsticks or uh, <clears throat> pepper spraying us. That's... And that's the assumption, that's under the assumption that these police thought when they pulled this car over that they were automatically right. They never had a thought in their mind that this could be an innocent man. And is that how we really want the police patrolling our, our cities? The thought that if they're pulling you over, you're already guilty? You've done it. They've already made the decision. You've done it. How are we going to prove it? Yeah, just, just looking at the body cam footage, this obviously shows severe misconduct and and negligence yeah on the officer's part off uh, mistraining these policemen need to be trained more uh nazario was pepper sprayed several times and when he did manage to get out of his car he was brought down with knee strikes oh the same kind that have killed people yeah and then yeah. handcuffed because you know that's a good way to keep the peace is kneeing people's neck no no they they struck his knee with like their nightsticks oh yeah really Nah, they had to go that, let me pepper spray you when we pull you out and you're in shock and you really can't listen because you have, you've just been assaulted. Mm -hmm. And you're like in a life flight situation. Let us beat your knees out from under you so you can be in a, in a more submissive type of stance that we like. Even if this was the person they thought they were going after, there's absolutely no reason to escalate it that far. No. I mean, so, I, I, so it's a... It's a bit different than that, and yes, it is still too much of a thing. But they, uh, I guess there were tinted windows on the vehicle. Uh, there was no rear license plate. Because it was, because a, it was a temporary car, yeah. and they were in the window. Okay. Uh, and then 
the there are radio transmissions described of this vehicle eluding the police. Yes. But he says that he was trying to find an, an illuminated area and wasn't actually running from the cops. Well, you're allowed to do that. Which, yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah, that's your constitutional constitutional right. right. You don't you don't have to pull over in any place you don't feel unsafe or you feel unsafe. You don't have to pull over. So there. the so the cops saw these three strikes and that's what made them go even crazy. still. Yes, they yeah. went over the line, but they still. Yeah, the tinted windows is it legal there? Because if it's legal there, then tinted windows are tinted windows, bud. You have them. The cops have them. Should I not feel intimidated by the cops? But they have them. Should I not feel unsafe? Why do cop vehicles... Why aren't they brightly colored? Why do they have to be these stealth vehicles made to get everybody in trouble and lock them up? First off, I don't want a stealthy vehicle like that for an emergency vehicle. What if a kid needs them? Then they just run to the wrong SUV or something? Because you can't clearly tell which one's which? Their logo is literally a ghost paint. Meaning that if the light's not hitting it, you can't see the logo. It's it's ridiculous. Um, according to the suit, the officers altered or omitted several details in their reports. And afterwards, when they were questioning Nazario, they threatened to derail his military career, knowing the harm that criminal charges would cause him. Um, this is a quote uh, from the, the suit. These cameras captured footage of behavior consistent with a disgusting nationwide trend of law enforcement officers who, believing they can operate with complete impunity, engage in unprofessional, discourteous, racially biased, dangerous, and sometimes deadly abuses of authority. Yeah, they have the batch. And you can't talk. That's another problem with the system. Uh, you can't talk back to a cop. So if they're pulling you over and you honestly feel like you're violating your rights and they're really doing something over the line that they shouldn't be doing, you you have no right to fight back. Uh, it's it's like when those cops were uh, abusing their power amongst women or, or, you know, like the one used to pull up and then blocked their door so they couldn't get out. And do, it was just, people are weird. If you're going to give people this power, you got to make sure there's training and and things in place and make sure we give the power to the right people Mm -hmm. and there's also a reason why you shouldn't train them to be this undercover like squad team just to bust everyone and give them fines and then do nothing else how many times do you see a cop sitting there just watching traffic waiting for a traffic violation but you know they're not wasting their time actually walking out and actually being part of society and see what's going on so the, let, let me be clear here. I, I support police. Me too. We, we all support police here, but this is this is way over the line. Well, the police need better training. They, I think, they do. I think we've known that for a while, and this is something that we've looked at in our system and go, we need to better train police, and I think we need different... Uh, I, I did see a comparison some time ago. It's like, um, I can't remember which countries. It was like Sweden, Belgium, the Netherlands... They all require like three to four, maybe even more years of training. Yeah. With um, all all this all these courses in criminal justice and law, here in America you can be certified in a, a few months. Dude, six months. Six months. I think it is six to nine months, uh, just to be a regular policeman on the streets. I know Drew looked it up and he said you needed a four-year, whatever, but I think that's to be a detective. Yeah. If you're going to be a detective and get that, then you need a four-year criminal. To, to be a beat cop, your minimum requirement is a 
high school diploma or equivalent. Right. And lots of times, I hate to say it, but a lot of the people that end up being cops somehow seem like the people who had nothing, like, had no idea what to do after high school. Yeah. Uh, again, completely support cops, but there there definitely needs to be change. And, and oh, yeah. th this just highlights it. I pull every Thursday with cops. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I'll still tell them what I think, you know? <laughs> And that's the point. The point is you're here to keep peace, not to arrest people. And that, that should be key. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day, my parents used to tell me when the police would come and just like, basically, if you're doing something dumb, make sure you got to your parents and let your parents handle it. Like, not dragging six-year-old kids through court. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. <laughs> and, like, maybe we need to come up with different ways we handle people in their cars and situations. Or just not pepper spray someone who has their hands up. Right. <laughs> different, different. I mean, now, if you're saying if you're saying that the police need more training. Yeah. Um, leading us into our next story, uh, I'm eager to hear your take on it after after he gives us the information. Yeah. Because this one was fully trained. So Minnesota has a lot of tensions right now with um, the the criminal cases against. Uh, former officer Chauvin in his involvement with the, the death of George Floyd some yeah. time ago. Um, in light of that, an officer was an officer and a police chief recently quit after being involved in the fatal shooting of Dante Wright last week. Uh, Kim Potter was a 26 year veteran of the force she mistook her gun for a taser. On her body cam footage, you can hear her yell, I'll tase you, I'll tase you, taser, taser, taser. And then she shot Dante Wright. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> she might have been there for 26 years, but that doesn't sound like someone who's well-trained. Probably not. If you're well-trained, I would... First off... I know the taser's kind of gun-shaped, but it's a big, plastic, bulky thing with a whole different trigger. Mm -hmm. You should, uh, the, you could know the feel. You would know the difference in feel of it, let alone weight. Uh, I mean, I, should... I don't, I don't want to speak <clears throat> to um, Officer Potter's qualifications or her experience, but yeah, like, like you're saying, it, it, it's kind. You, you can make mistakes. Yes. everybody can have an off day, but to mistake your taser for a gun it seems kind and of and aren't you aiming your yeah. taser's yellow your gun solid black <laughs> if you pull it out and you're aiming shouldn't you notice there's no yellow it depends what kind of gun i mean police issues are black yeah they're straight black intimidating remember depends on what kind police of taser. are some tasers aren't yellow uh they might not be but i'm pretty sure they're a bright different color usually yep, tasers, black. tasers are bright but they're still big bulky and oh, yeah, plastic. Yeah, if you and have you them, can't sit there and tell me you're aiming, you wouldn't know the difference. If if you spray painted a taser black, and you had them side by side, you could tell what a taser is. Yeah, yeah. Not at a moment's notice like that. If, after like mm. a couple seconds. Right. And I I, I yeah, get but that. this was done and over with after a couple seconds. Yeah, I, I get that. Okay, a lot then of... how about how about this? How about keep your taser and your gun completely opposite on the belt. So you put both the gun and your taser right beside each other on the belt. Depends yeah, but if you're ambidextrous, that causes a problem. I don't know if she so, was or not. Oh, dude, first off, that's excuses and train. 
If you're going to be the one holding weapons and holding the law, there's no excuse why a misuse of a weapon should ever be accepted. Okay, so ever. she pulled something and shot. It was one shot. It wasn't like she that killed a man. Clip into one shot. That killed she, a man. After she shot, then she realized it was wrong. It yes. was a split second. Boom, and then yes. oh crap. Yeah. Okay, that's why you have to be well trained as a police. Officer. That's most the job. So now what you're asking me is to put this lady back out there, who in a quit. panic, okay, but in a panic might make the same mistake. I can't do that. I'm sorry. You're in a job where that's not allowed. I, I know I'm not holding her to be a killer, but I'm saying you might not have what it takes to be a cop. Um, many activists believe that Dante Wright was racially profiled, which has sparked well, several days of, of debates and protests and clashes I don't know about police. that. Do you think he was? I don't know. I, I honestly... That seems like a big assumption. I don't see... Is there anywhere that might allude to that? I, I've been reading through these stories. I, I can't actually find the, the lead up to this incident, uh, Drew. Yeah. Have, For what? have you seen anything about like, like any well, race? Like, what, what was the, um, the, the incident that led to the shooting? Does it say? Um, he was, it was a routine traffic stop. Okay. Um, and he was told to get out of the car. He got out of the car, I believe. Um, and then he was, they were telling him to, you know, listen to their demands. And he was attempting to get back into the car. Then the car sped off. And that's when she shot. Okay. I'm reading. Uh, so I think the wind. I think the door was still open when she was trying to get him when he was in the car. I'm reading. Yeah, I would, uh, I would assume car. so because to shoot a taser that far. And what was he doing? Just not listening. Yeah, because like, okay, yeah. if he's not listening, he needs to drive away. There's no reason to kill that man. You have his info and everything. Oh. Let him drive and then go get him. He. Uh, they were trying to arrest him because he had an outstanding warrant. Oh. Okay. Okay. For what? Does it say? I'll have to look it up. I mean, still, that's a reason not to run, too. That's also why you shouldn't run from the cops. If someone's got something pointed at you, I would do what they say. I mean, he kind of escalated for the mistake to happen, but that's still a mistake that shouldn't happen. Yeah. Uh, again, I hate to put that burden on people, but that's what we need from you. Again, not not speaking to uh, Kim Potter's no. qualifications or, or talents, no. but th this is obviously... Uh, a very high stakes adrenaline filled situation it, it was a split second decision it's not on her it was just a very unfortunate mistake that you yeah that just can't in your line of duty you just can't no. do unfortunately I mean, um, no different than sparky you... leaving the uh gate open for all the what, what were they what what did you leave the gate open on for all uh, the I animals didn't, i didn't leave the gates the open. tiger one time oh no. you, uh, okay. First, you left the tiger gate open. First, it was the honey badger. Second, oh, it was geez. one of the gibbons, and then I never left the gates open. They were unlocked. Mm. They, they, they were still latched. Okay. They were latched and closed. So let, let's get that straight. <laughs> I'm still salty about that, BT Dubs. Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> so uh, Dante Wright's warrant, uh, there's a rumor going around that it was for marijuana possession charges. That is not true. Uh, his warrant was for failing to appear in court over the illegal possession of a weapon and fleeing the police. Hmm. I mean, I understand why she would whip out a weapon. 
I, I understand the escalation on yes. her part, but not the mistaking her weapon. No. No. Nope. I mean, she, she obviously did the right thing in resigning. Yeah. And okay. I, yeah, her, her career is over at that point. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you just can't do that. No. Uh, there's a lot of I'd good feel, people. I feel but... worse for the police chief. Right. Because, you know, I would assume that the other people had stepped down from the George Floyd one, that police chief as well. And then this guy has maybe seven, eight months. Uh, I could be I'm probably surprised wrong. Maybe he as stepped many, down. Maybe as many as ten. And then he has to step down because there's another problem that's going on. Like, it's not even his fault. Well, I mean, yeah. And is this, like, I think everything's getting brought into race too, which makes it ten times worse when really... They pulled some dude over who had a warrant for his arrest for having guns or a weapon he shouldn't have. Things got escalated. Something happened. It happened. And it's so much worse because it's Minneapolis again. Yeah. Uh, dude, they're, they really need to figure their stuff out. It's going to get dark there, I feel like. After we had already it. covered a no. story about them wanting more stuff. Yeah. More uh, more equipment and stuff. More funding. Yeah, basically. They want their police to have more funding so they can bring back their city, but their police are shooting people because they don't know the difference between a taser and a gun. That's a... Uh, that's a sticky situation over there. Yeah. So, obviously, there needs to be a reform in, in the police system. Yeah. Uh, something needs fixed. So, yeah, something needs fixed. As simple as that. Obviously not going as far as to defund. No. Um, no, actually, I think some of the funds can be used in different ways. Uh, I really like that New Jersey thing, too, where they made, like, a whole separate identity for, like, uh, uh, people who might have mental issues or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not just cops going up to that. Mm -hmm. But, okay. <sighs> Let's, uh, before uh, we put everyone in a real big depression and send them on their way what's what's the last little story we have there uh for dessert what's yeah what's our dessert simpsons actor hank azaria feels he needs to apologize to every indian for a poo uh, i guess if that's the way he feels so azaria was recently a guest on uh this podcast armchair armchair expert yeah not excuse us me. <laughs> um his character apu from the simpsons has recently come under fire for just because it's an indian character played by a caucasian actor yeah um, a lot of people feel like over the years just it's bad acting not not bad acting so much as a lot of people feel like it's racially insensitive and you know not appropriate in today's culture uh well why not well i mean what me, has a poo really done he's a indian who works at a convenience store really hard <laughs> yeah and he usually makes fun of the dumb people of of yeah, he, simpsons he, he makes fun of homer simpson a lot yeah. who's white who's well yellow, yellow. <laughs> yeah he's he yellow tuplets um yeah he does have a bunch of children Personally, I I don't think the the portrayal is racist. I think it's more of a caricature. Yeah. I think I, I think it can First be. First off, he's a man who owns his own business. He makes his own money. No one tells him what to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it is a caricature, but there's nothing like even the character in The Simpsons. There's nothing wrong with them. 
Uh, Azaria said he took time to learn about people's feelings. Um, he took several seminars um, and to understand why the character is problematic. Actually, last year he made the announcement that he's going to be stepping away from the character. Uh, I don't know if he's leaving The Simpsons for good or if they're just going to... Oh, he to... has already left. Oh, he left. Okay. He has left. Yeah, he's, he's bounced. I... I don't really watch Simpsons. Me neither. It's gotten bad. It's, it's been on too long. It just needs to go away. But is it like season twenty-five at I this don't point? Know. It just it's, <laughs> it just needs drug out back over to over six hundred episodes. Yeah, it needs drug out back to a it's like to one, a nice little tree and just it's like One Piece at this point. Yeah, yeah. Just stop. A, it. a lot of people say it's it's really good, but I feel like I don't have that time. No to one. To that's it. what it does when you release too many episodes. No, no one wants to jump in. No new people want to jump in. Uh, Azaria shared several interactions that had a deep impact on him. I was speaking at my son's school. I was talking to the Indian kids there because I wanted to get their input. A 17-year-old, he's never even seen The Simpsons, but knows what a poo means. It's practically a slur at this point. All he knows is that is how his people are thought of and represented to many people in this country. Uh, mm. uh, that's like that's like if I went somewhere, uh, let's say I went to China, and they're like, and they mistaken me for some character. Should I be upset? Mm. No, probably no. I don't care. What did I? Did anyone get mad when they made that movie? Uh, oh, where the black guys just like white girls. White chicks. White chicks. White. Yeah, thank you. Did anyone really get that upset over that? No, it's funny. It's nah, funny. No, that was a terrible movie. That is a blight on this on Hollywood's career. Yeah, I How don't know. How many people got mad at Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder? Oh, the, well, that was really good. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was. That was funny. It's okay. I'm a dude. Later, dude, 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 you know, black dude. How many people make fun of, like, oh, white people? Oh, this is something white people do. Okay, Karen, which is obviously a white name. Man, it's fine, dude. Who cares? It's part of... It's all of us. That's how we... That's how in America we bond. Because when you live in a place where everyone kind of has different cultures and believes in different things, the only way to truly get along is to kind of make fun of one another for not understanding. And it's, it's kind of a nice little bond that you get with each other. It's no different than the boys when you just bash on the boys, but really, you just love them. I mean... At some point, we lost the ability to laugh at ourselves. Yeah, I think is the main problem because we make fun of each other all the time, and I mean, I only occasionally take it personally. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> and we can tell when you do, and we push it harder. <laughs> <laughs> it is sometimes devastating to my self-esteem. Oh, just just a little bit. <laughs> it, it hurts. Uh, yeah. And I sing him a Russian lullaby, and he uh, he goes. This is and so. All about it. So what you're telling me is no one can be an actor anymore. Everyone just has to be a true betrayal of whatever you want. So if I want to make uh, uh, a show with a certain type of character, I gotta get that, like the right gender or race to play them. And how dare we not? Should we be mad at the voice actor who played Tommy and all of the kid voices when we were growing up, little boy voices because she was a woman? So are we now upset at her? How dare you? Those were boys. Ash and you Ketchum, were just... Bart. You mean Timmy Turner? Well, Timmy Turner, uh, Tommy from from Rugrats. Oh, oh yeah. 
I forgot about that. Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. Ash Ketchum. Ash Ketchum. All those were girls. All females. Yeah. So should we should we now be upset and tear them down because how dare they take a man spot, a little boy spot, and see, you know, like now everyone I equates mean, us to women because you played us. No. That's kind of a thing with racial appropriation. I mean, if you have a Indian actor or an Indian character, wouldn't you want an Indian character to do them or an Indian actor to do them? Because then if you have a white person do it, then you're taking jobs away from a minority? Well, yes and no. I want the best actor. I want whoever fits that character the best. you think the, the person that knows it as regular background no. would be the best actor? No, not always, no. A best actor is a best actor. It has nothing to do with your skin or where you're from. Actually, if you audition and it's only for your voice, I don't even want to see you. I just want to hear the voice with that character's face to see if that matches. That's all I care about. Okay, you can be whatever yeah. race. What if it was a black man doing this voice? Would we still have this issue? With a poo, though, you can definitely tell that it is a white guy doing an Indian accent. No, dude, not really. Just from his voice. I, oh, no, yeah. dude, not really. Have, oh, yeah. have you ever met an Indian? Because there's a yeah. lot that sound uh, a couple, pretty close. A couple of my customers in Georgia were. Yeah, dude, and like a couple of my customers are, you know? Uh, the guy who owns the Hermitage Dairy Queen is. He's an awesome man. Really? Yeah, huh. dude. He's pretty sweet, dude. Me and him talk all the time over there. I'll spend like an hour there. He's a pretty cool, dude. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he don't talk like that. He's born and raised here, so he don't. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't really have so an accent. So that doesn't but... even matter. No, but, didn't even need but to dude, you ever up. went to McGuffey's speed check in, in Farrell? Yeah. Don't tell me you yeah. walk in there. That guy don't sound exactly like Bullet... him. Bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't sit there and tell me they don't say, and okay, yeah, it happens. But it's no different than when we watch uh, any other person make fun of the South or any other accent. So this accent should be protected because we're butthurt and we can't handle it. Just, yeah, it's learn to laugh, man. It happens. No one, every, right. Right. Not, That's confidence. Confidence is not caring. Um, nevertheless, Azaria feels the need to apologize he said i really do apologize it's important i apologize for my part in creating that and participating in that part of me feels like i need to go to every single indian person in this country and personally apologize and sometimes i do i don't know see growing up lots of times people called me sunshine from remember the titans oh you know do you did you ever see that it's because you had curly, it's curly long blonde hair, hair. Right. Yeah, it's it's been a minute since I've. Anyways, seen that. it's the it's the kid who comes in and he does like he has a long blonde hair and he's from California. Oh, okay. The pretty boy. Yeah. Should I should I go to remember the Titans and be mad because now everyone equates me to that white man? How dare I look like that white man? No. It's. I think it's different. Good, because... or else you could just forget about it like a normal human right. being, and not be so sensitive. Yeah. I think, I think the difference there is both of you are white. There, the, the claim is that Azaria is white, but he's portraying an Indian man, and that's cultural appropriation, it's stereotyping, which I can see to a point, but I also I feel know. like I also feel like he's maybe taking it a little. A you little say too that, extreme. but then everybody in China draws all their people to look white, and then they do anime all portraying basically white people. That's Japan. Or Japan, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> Doing well, I bet China does some. But, mm, they might. But, anyways, still my point is they portray white people all the time. Mm. Okay, so... I think mean, Naruto has some pretty 
cultural diversity. Yeah. So, well, and the way they draw, like, Mr. Popo and stuff is just absurd. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think DBZ could fly these days. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's like how they had to change Jinx to purple. Really? Yeah, they pur- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because, dude, that's what Pokemon she was. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Well, on that note, Sparky. Yeah. Would you like to plug our social media? I would. Uh... We are available on Facebook. Our group is The Lunch Table, separate words. Our new page is The Lunch Table, one word, at PBJ. We're also available on Twitter at PA Lunch Table and on Instagram and TikTok, both respectively, at Reynolds Lunch Table. Um, we do work pretty hard to get you guys some, some content regularly, but we do depend on your viewership. Uh, yep, if yep. If you see some content, you come across these these stories as you're scrolling that you that you really like, you you like to see us feature. Then go ahead and send us a message uh, on Twitter or Facebook or at our email, which is I believe Reynolds Lunch Table at mm-hmm. gmail.com. Um, the worst we will do is relentlessly mock you and destroy any image of self self esteem. Yeah, and it, uh, <laughs> We're not very educated men, so that shouldn't be hard. <laughs> well, you two are, I guess. And as always, uh, feel free to, to share us with your friends. Oh, we, yeah. We, yeah. We, we do need a, a fan base, and we're working. We're getting there. Right. Spread us. Spread us like Go a $5 it. hooker's legs. <laughs> yeah. I know he had mentioned uh, TikTok real quick, but we put up quite a bit on TikTok. So uh, go over there and get a give a view and... That's what you think. And check out my nasty scar. <laughs> uh, there is also a poll up on Twitter right now uh, that'll give us a little bit of information that we need. Yeah. Well, uh, on that note. Dare I say, is this poll about me? I think so. We're not going to answer that. We're going to let you find out. I want to know. Well, on that note, as always, thanks for stopping. It's never that much fun here. Like, skip, share, subscribe, all that fun crap. Pop, 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 please. Later. See ya.